Hello, hello, hello. Oh my gosh, it is launch week and wow, what a roller coaster it has been. I have been blown away by the reception of my new online course and all the people who are joining up and it's so exciting and it's also a bit of a shit my pants moment too, not gonna lie. Um, it's been so cool to put it out there in the world. I've been working on this for months and months, like almost a whole year. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, this is Cook and Cocoon, which is my postpartum preparation and fourth trimester cooking course. So it is a combination of audio and video lessons, workbooks, um, bonus videos for your partner, for your parents, for your friends to watch. It's basically when you finish it, you're going to come out of it being like, yep, I am all over this postpartum thing. I know what to expect. I've got the strategies in place. I've got the tools in my tool belt and you'll have a full freezer as well and a pantry too, because that is what makes the biggest difference. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I reckon 90% of these episodes are with women who have said, God, I wish I'd prepared. I wish I'd known. I wish I'd done this. This is the course <laughs> that has come out of hearing those stories. I have heard it from so many people. I've lived it. Um, so I wanted to create a course that actually does get you ready. This is the education and the actual practical preparation that you need to do to have a positive postpartum. Um, I have got a sale on until Sunday for 50 bucks off, which is a nice chunky discount. So if you want to try it, um, I'm going to put the link in my in the show notes and the discount code and please um, join in. We've already got a really nice community starting and I would love to be able to support you because that's the big thing I didn't mention. You get access to me from when you join until three months postpartum. So I will be your digital doula for your fourth trimester. You can jump in on the private community page, post up questions. I will get back to you, have a vent about your mother-in-law, I will be there to hear it. Um, you know, any help that you need along the way, any questions you have, I'm there. Like that is, uh, like this is 10%, less than 10% of the cost that I charge for my um, postpartum doula services and you get, you get me. But that's not really what I'm here to talk about today. Today I'm here to talk about what I wish I'd known about friendships. This is a big one. That's another big one. I think I've probably said that for every single topic because they're all big. But this is one that I think really blindsides people a lot. Um, anytime I've mentioned difficulties that I've had with my friendships, I always get bombarded with DMs from people who are like, oh my God, my um, best friend ghosted me. Oh my gosh, these people turned against me. Oh my gosh, someone judged me for this. Oh my gosh. So many stories of friendships getting really ruptured. Um, and of course there are the people who turn up for you as well. So I want to talk a little bit today about some of the things that I wish I'd known, things that I learned along the way. I think um, one of the biggest things that I learned was that postpartum kind of showed me, I don't want to say people's true colors because I don't think that um, necessarily people are always, you know, able to show up for you. Um, so I want to give them compassion and grace, but it did definitely show me who I could rely on. Um, and it wasn't the people that I necessarily expected. I had people who I hadn't necessarily thought were, um, you know, close friends who really showed up for me, who really showed that they cared, who were checking in with me, who were offering specific help, who were 
just really there when I needed them, who dropped things and came over when I was having a hard time, who shared with me things that I hadn't heard before that really helped me. And then there were people who I was just like, whoa, where have you gone? What just happened? I thought you wanted to be like an auntie to my baby. I thought you said you were wanting to pop by every day and, you know, hang out with me. Where the fuck are you? Uh, It's been crickets. I've seen you once in my first six weeks. Yeah, I really, um, I really had a hard time, particularly with one close friend who um, I felt abandoned by. Um, and when I tried to talk to her about the, the mental health issues that I was having, I was really anxious. I was feeling like absolute shit. I remember crying and sort of saying to her, like, I just feel terrible. And she just kind of was like, oh, oh no, um, you know, I'm sorry. And just kind of left and like, I didn't hear anything more about it. There was no like, okay, well, I can see you having a hard time and I'm checking in on you. It was, it was really weird. It was really, really, really weird when you have someone that you expect and has said to you, like, I want to be there for you and I want to do all these things and then just goes completely AWOL. It's a very heartbreaking experience. Honestly, I think I grieved our friendship because it didn't come back from that. Unfortunately, um, there were some false starts where I'd sort of attempt to get things back on track, but they didn't really go anywhere. It really altered our friendship forever. Um, you know, it's not like we had a big falling out, but, um, we're not, we're not certainly not close friends anymore. Um, which still makes me sad. It took me like Margot's six now. It probably took me three, four years to actually get over that, to be honest. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I've managed to pick up Comex cold. Um, but having said that, I wish I had known how to handle it better in the moment. I think I was so in the thick of my own postpartum experience and everything that that was bringing And when this person didn't show up for me in the way that I thought she was going to, I felt utterly abandoned and rejected. But I also didn't talk to her about it. I didn't communicate how I was feeling. And now I go, well, our friends are not mind readers. Like having seen this, having, you know, now I help people prep for their postpartum. I help them have these tricky conversations. Like that's a big part of what's in the course. Um, I help them set boundaries. I help them set expectations. I now go, well, people aren't mind readers and we have to take some responsibility for how they show up for us. And that's for me too. And, you know, I didn't do that. And I'd say, to be fair, even if I had done that, who knows what would have happened. And I I certainly don't mean this as like a um, blame game situation. Um, You could probably do all of the right things and you'll still have people who um, don't do, you know, don't show up for you in the way that you want. That's life, right? Like these are human beings that we're dealing with. Shit happens. Um, but I didn't do any of that stuff. I just, because my friend had kept saying to me, like, I'm the auntie, I'm going to be popping over and putting the baby in the carrier and cleaning your kitchen. And I'm going to be cooking for you. And I'm going to be, I just 
took her at her word. Um, but when that didn't happen, I probably should have. And what I would say to people now is I probably should have a given her the benefit of the doubt and b talked to her and said something like, um, you know, I haven't seen you for a while and I really miss you and I'm having such a hard time. I really need you. Um, I value your friendship so much. Can we hang out? You know, and given her that opportunity to go to have a bit of a wake up because people do get busy and things happen in their lives. And, you know, I think, I don't know what the situation was. I don't think that was what was going on, but, you know, giving someone the benefit of the doubt instead of immediately jumping to, well, they've abandoned me, um, is probably something in hindsight I should have done. And that's something that I would encourage anyone who's gone through that to kind of, you know, have that open communication. It's the same with everything, right? The grandparents, the partner, like if we're not talking about this stuff and we're maybe not setting the expectations ahead of time, like if you've got the friend who's like, yeah, like, come on, like, let's get you out of the house and let's, you know, let's go do our nails. But you've got a baby who just like getting out of the house is a nightmare and you're, you know, two weeks postpartum and you know that you need to be resting because I've told you that a bazillion times that person doesn't have an understanding of what you need. So that person probably like in the early day in pregnancy, they either need to watch the video that I've done for the course, or you need to be saying to them, you know, I've just been doing this great course. I've been listening to these great podcasts or whatever. And, you know, I'm just going to be probably like in bed for the first couple of weeks and I'm really going to lap that up, but maybe you'd like to like come and hang out in bed and watch a movie with me or do you want to bring over takeaway on a Friday night? Like, I'd love that. Like, I'd so love to be able to do that with you. I probably just won't be up for like outings and stuff for, for a little while. And let's just see what the, what kind of baby I get and their temperament and, you know, ha ha ha. So I think, um, I think understanding that, that friendships may shift, (laughs) um, probably would have helped me, but also, understanding that there's a lot of new possibilities too. Um, and being open-minded to that, you know, I've said it before, having a baby really opens up your social circles. Like suddenly you are in this new world of rhyme time and mums and bubs yoga and walking groups and maternity leave. And, you know, I, well, I wouldn't be encouraging those things for like the first few weeks. Um, those things can be a lifeline. And these might be with people that you would not have clicked with or thought you wanted to hang out with pre-baby but there's definitely um, something to be said for geography and like the closeness of having someone who's around the corner to grab a coffee with um, and the season of life that you're in so you're both you, you get it um, you're in it you can sort of vent to each other and, and like solidarity um, that counts for a lot and you know there were people who came into my life um, who you know, they were my friends for, you know, at least the first year, like my mother's group, I was really worried. I'd heard dodgy things about mother's groups and dramas and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, there are a couple of people from my mother's group who I'm still really good friends with today, but most of them, you know, we've moved on. The friendship has, it's seen out its natural term. But in that time when we could get together every Thursday and go to each other's houses, go to someone's pool in the summertime, you know, meet up for a walk, that 
is gold because you might have your best friends in all the world, but if they're working full time, what are you going to do during the week? You need those people. The other thing I wasn't kind of um, prepared for is the wrong word. I was pleasantly surprised by how much I really enjoyed my online group. Excuse me. Um, I joined a like due date group when I was pregnant and these are women from all around Australia who were due in June of 2016. Now these women were so different. Like I can't even tell you, it's such a mixed bag. The group is still operational today. It's not as active as it was, but these women are from all walks of life, some with kids, some with like hadn't had kids before. Um, you know, some people were going through shit, relationship breakdown, like all the things. And I was on that group every day, every day, sharing, being heard, having other people's experiences going, yes, like that's happening with me too. Being validated. That is gold. And that's why I wanted to make um, a private community. It's not hosted on Facebook. It's ho- hosted on um, my course platform. Um, I wanted to make that a core part of the course because I wanted to have that sense of community where people who are going through this together, like people are going to be at different stages of pregnancy and are all going to be birthing at the same time, but everyone's prepping for postpartum and everyone has access to me. So I can, I can kind of come in and give my view um, but you also get that um, that sense of sharing and community and solidarity and validation and being held and being, you know, through pregnancy and through the first three months of your postpartum. And I really hope that that, you know, breeds some really genuine, beautiful friendships. Um, and I'm going to be showing up there every day to cultivate that community. So that was a big part of it for me because that was a lifeline. Like, honestly, I'm, I'm don't, I've only met a couple of the women in person, um, but I just think it was such a beautiful space um, to have when I, like my mother's group didn't start until I was 12 weeks postpartum, but I had them and that was, that was really beautiful. Um, and also I wish I'd known that things will change. You know, it might feel really hard now to get out for a dinner or, you know, when you have a baby to get out for a dinner with friends and it might be like, oh, I'm missing out on those brunches that I love to do with friends and, you know, oh, I can't do this and I can't do that. And remembering that it's a season and that you can pick up a lot of friendships where they've sort of left off. There might be people who, you know, their life's like I was saying, like if they're full time, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard, but it's not forever. You will at some point be able to um, hang out with those people again in a way that you, as in the newborn phase, you can't even conceive of. Um, you don't have to rush it. You don't have to feel like, oh my God, if I'm not getting out to that dinner now, like this is it, my life's over. I'm never going to be able to do this again. Take your time. There is no rush. That hot new restaurant that's open will be, well, hopefully will still be there in six months. You know, like give yourself some time. Um, you don't need that extra pressure of like trying to um, to maintain friendships on that level. Like let people let people come to you when you've got um, when you're in your fourth trimester and beyond, really. And the people who are unwilling to do that, if they're like, 
you know, if they, if you can't kind of do what they want you to do and, and they're not willing to kind of compromise or they're not kind of understanding of that or there's a bit of roll, eye rolling type of deal going on, if you ever like, well, I just can't really like leave my baby at this point, um, they aren't really the people who are going to be supporting you. That's not the people who've got your back. So, yes, that's what I wish I'd known about friendships. Um I really hope that I see you in the online course. Don't forget you got until Sunday to get that 50 bucks off. And I really want to see you in that community. I really want to support you through your postpartum. Let me be your digital doula. And then I can just share this stuff with you all the time.